Welcome to the Final Roar, a Carolina Panthers podcast. It's Jared Feinberg of Blue Chip Scouting and Cat Crave Blog, and I am here to give you guys my thoughts on the Madden 23 ratings for the Carolina Panthers. Now, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. In the grand scheme of things, and I've mentioned this on Twitter, in the grand scheme of things... Do Madden ratings really matter? Not really. But for a lot of fans, I understand they're fun to talk about, what Madden really thinks about these players, what the developers, what they think of these players, where they think they are in terms of different attributes, um, core areas of of a player. So we're going to dive into... We're just going to do a quick dive into the Carolina Panthers Madden 23 full team. Like we're going to go through the ratings. We're going to see which ratings are interesting, which ratings are oh, all right, and which ratings are like, well, this guy could be higher. So, you know, it's it's a fun conversation, and with training camp starting up, this is a good way to kind of kick up discussion because. You know, there's been a content lull, I believe, because of the lack of football, because of the lack of, you know, seeing things happen from from players on the field. We, we haven't seen a football game being played at the professional level since the Super Bowl. Not really counting the USFL. I, I barely watched any of it. I don't think I even watched a single game. So I'm not really going to count the USFL. They haven't really proved to me that they're a legitimate league. Maybe the XFL could become a thing again. I don't know. But here we go. We're going to go through the ratings. I I know I've been tweeting out some of the ratings just kind of sharing them, seeing what fans think. But this is my first time actually going through, and I'm going to be going through this right now. Like, this is raw audio of me going through this team on Madden. So, let's go ahead and get into it. Of course, the top player on this list is Christian McCaffrey. He has a 96 overall rating in Madden 23. He's one of the top backs in Madden 23. Let's see. Some of the attributes. Um, Let me see if there's anything that really truly pops up. Um, He has an 88 return rating. So he could be valuable in the return game if you want to use him in the game as a return man whether that's on kickoff or as a punt returner uh let's see he has a 94 ball carrier vision um 86 injury uh that that that's something i want to talk about so of course we we know christian mccaffrey has been dealing with injuries probably for the last two years um he hasn't played a full season. He's played 10 games in the last, what, 33 games? Something like that. So, you know, I, I no, no disrespect to Christian McCaffrey, but 
maybe that entry rating could go down could have been down a little bit lower not not saying it should be lower but he hasn't really been healthy the last two years so if he can stay healthy great player amazing player one of the best weapons in all football but can he stay healthy that's the question so let's keep going through this i want to see well i'm really interested to see what the ratings are for like catching receiving like route running all that stuff so here we go um spectacular catch he has a 73 contested catch believe that's a 72 or catch and traffic excuse me catch and traffic rating is a 72 um he has an 81 short route runner rating um arguably that's probably one of the better ratings on the entire team um and he has a 96 release rating so basically the release off the line scrimmage so it's at not really surprised with any of these ratings like the injury rating doesn't really surprise me to be honest with you but i could have seen that rating be a little bit lower but anyways let's look at the rest of the list so basically i'm going to list out all the guys that are actually that have like an 80 anywhere from like an 80 above rating so let's go down the list christian mccaffrey 96 dj moore wide receiver 88, Brian Burns, left defensive end, 86, Shaq Thompson, right outside linebacker, 84, Taylor Moton, 83, right tackle, Jeremy Chin, strong safety, 82, Johnny Hecker, arguably one of the best punters in the league, has an 82 rating. Let's look at some of his ratings for like kicking, stuff like that. Let me see. Let me find it. Where is it? It's somewhere on here. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. It's probably at the beginning. Yeah, here we go. Johnny Hecker has a 94 kick power rating. and or Is that right? Kick power rating and then a kick accuracy rating of 92. So he's definitely the best punter in football. I mean, that kind of represents it. In Madden, 82 rating. Of course, you're going to have... You're, you're definitely the best player in your position, in my opinion. Um, moving on. Let's see. Robbie Anderson, 82. Wide receiver, Derek Brown. Defensive tackle, 81. Dante Jackson, 81 as well. Let me see other names. Nope, that's it. That's all the 81 or above ratings for players. So... I want to look at the rookies real quick. I want to look at the rookie class, where they're rated. I didn't really, of course, I tweeted them out, but I didn't really get a full look at it. So let's look at Aikimi Kwanu. He has a 76 overall rating. He's listed as a left tackle on the team. Let's look at some of the blocking stuff like that for Aikimi Kwanu. So for run block, he has... <clears throat> he has an 80. Pass block, he has a 75. Let's look at some other ratings. Um, 
toughness he has a 97 that doesn't surprise me he's probably got one of the best motors and one just an incredibly vicious football player like he will throw you into the ground and i think that rating kind of shows hey he's gonna be a dog in the trenches uh let's see here we go impact block rating he has a 93 I want to see how that compares to the rest of the league. Um, I'm not going to really look at that too closely, though, at the moment. But I'll kind of mention it on Twitter, probably. Run block power rating. Let's see. 78. Run block finesse rating is an 82. Pass block power rating is a 79. Pass block finesse rating is a 71. Now... I want to mention that pass block finesse rating as a 71. You know, I, I if I understand correctly, finesse is more how good are you with your hands in the game. Like, how good is a offensive lineman good with his hands in terms of finesse in the run game and the passing game? In the run game, he's got a really good rating here. He's got an A2. But in the passing game, it's similar to what I kind of saw on tape last year when he was at NC State. He's a little raw when he comes to pass pro technique. His hands were a little bit inconsistent. They were wide at times. you know. So I think that's a fair rating for him, and that's an accurate rating for what Iquanu is as a player right now. So let's look at some other ratings for him. Leap block rating is an 88. So if you're running a toss sweep to the right or to the, if you're not to the right, if you're running a toss sweep to the left, or you're running stretch plays, whatever, he he's going to be very reliable when you're calling halfback stretch in Madden 23. If you're playing with the Carolina Panthers, he's going to be very reliable in that area. Let's see. Um, let's look at the quarterbacks and something, or actually let's stick with the rookies. Got off track there. Let's continue on. Uh, Matt Corral, I believe was a 68 overall rating. If I saw that correctly. Yes. So let's look at Matt Corral. Um, I know if you listen to the last podcast, I did talk about Matt Corral um, with an interview from Mark Schofield from a couple months ago during one of my podcasting classes for um, for summer school or summer classes. So let's see. Matt Corral, the athleticism is displayed in the ratings. He has an 84 speed rating, an 89 acceleration rating an 82 agility rating 62 awareness so he's definitely a raw player in terms of just from the neck up uh let's see where else injury rating 84 he did suffer that ankle injury um this past season in college football in the sugar bowl not sugar bowl I believe it was the Sugar Bowl. It was against Baylor. Um, 84 rating there. He has a 94 stamina rating, but a 79 toughness rating. So that that's a little bit interesting. 
um, ball carrier vision. He has an 82 ball carrier vision and 79 change of direction. So if you're wanting to use him on like read options, if you ever play with Corral as a starter in this game, you use him on the read option, he'll, he could end up thriving there, but you have to be mindful of the potential risk to injury there. So let's see here. Throw under pressure. Break sack. There we go. Break sack rating for Matt Krause is 69. Throw under pressure rating is a 78. Trying to find the other ones. Here we go. Matt Corral's rating in short accurate and throw accuracy throw accuracy short rating is an 82. He has an 81 in midi and medium throw accuracy rating. And then for deep accuracy, he has a 79. Play action rating is an 80. They did a lot of play action at Ole Miss, so it's not really surprising he has a more of an 80 rating there. And then throw on the run rating is a 79, which is kind of fair. So I, I kind of like that. I like that. That That's a fair rating for Matt Corral, especially since he's a raw player. He's going to need time to develop. I'm curious whether or not Madden is still going to go with the, like the developmental trait um, thing in their game because that's something I've really enjoyed doing especially whenever I'm playing Madden and playing Madden franchise, connected franchise mode. So that's something really just to keep an eye on. If he has like a like a star developmental trait or like a hidden developmental trait, that will be something to keep an eye on, something to be excited for. If you're a Panthers fan that loves to play Madden. So let's see here. Let's look at the rest of the rookie class. Let me try to find... Some of the other rookies. Brandon Smith, he has a 66 overall rating. Um, I don't want to really go into an entire deep dive on his ratings there. Um, since I want to kind of keep this podcast short, this episode of the Final Four podcast a little bit short. Um, Amari Barno, 65. I believe he was their, was he their fifth, sixth round pick? Fifth round pick? Somewhere around there. So, Marbarno from Virginia Tech. See, it, it. I'm already forgetting what, where these guys were drafted from. I'm so bad at this. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, let's keep on going. But Marbarno, right in, right defensive end. He has a 65. And then let's see. Their other draft pick, Kalen Barnes, who had. I think he had the fastest 40 time uh, out of the entire NFL Combine in late February, early March. So, they got a speed guy there from Baylor at corner who could maybe get some reps at kick and punt return. We'll see. I'll definitely be at Panthers training camp, by the way. Just want to get that out of the way. I plan on being there the week of August 1st. Um, look to hook up with um, a couple guys from the draft network, potentially. Um, shout out Damian Parson uh, or Damian Pearson and Joe Marino of the draft network. I look forward to hopefully getting getting in touch and seeing those guys in person. Cade Mays, sixty three, 
overall rating. The right guard uh, won their seventh round or sixth or seventh round draft picks. Um, some guys in the draft Twitter community actually like him as a player. Um, think he could maybe develop himself into a starting role down the road. Not really sure when. It could be a couple years, especially if the Panthers OL offensive line doesn't really mesh together this season or in the following seasons ahead. We'll just have to wait and see there. But let's let's look at I I I know that Robbie Anderson was a controversial rating for Panthers fans. So he had a catch rating of eighty five. 85 catch rating and Panther fans went berserk. They were like Anderson all he does is drop passes. Well, here's the thing about Robbie Anderson. Did we just entirely forget his 2020 campaign? Sure, did he have a bad drop rate last year? Yeah. Did DJ Moore have a bad drop rate last year? Yes. And guess what his catch rating is? It's an 85 or no, an 87. It's an 87. Robbie Anderson is a reliable receiver in the passing game. He struggled last year, as did most of that offense. I mean, when you have Sam Darnold as your quarterback, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. And I think Anderson was hurt a couple for a couple games, if I'm not mistaken. So, I'm fine with that rating. I know Panther fans really aren't, but it is what it is. There was one or two Panther fans that were like, why is J.C. Horn not rated above Dante Jackson? Horn only played three games. Sure, he showed plenty, but just because of what we hear during the offseason, how he might be the best defensive player on the team entirely, that's not going to sway the developer's mind into thinking, oh, we should bump this guy's rating up to an 83 just because he sounds like he's having a great offseason. J.C. Horn's 75 rating in Madden is fair for right now. But he's probably going to have a star developmental trait. Maybe a superstar developmental trait. To help with that development throughout the game. So, that don't have the biggest issue there. A couple of my personal gripes with some of these ratings. Um... Really far further down the list here um, with the roster, starting out with Brady Christensen. Brady Christensen has a 67. I thought he was quite impressive um, on the field when he showed his ability on the field. I think he will be the starter at left guard. He's projected to be the starter at left guard. Um, I could definitely see that rating going up maybe 10 points by the end of the year. Brady Christensen should be... The expected starter at left guard because he's got good athleticism, good functional athleticism. Um, he can he's got really good movement skills. He can he can drive you off the ball. He can. I mean he he has that power. He has an eighty eight strength. He has an eighty eight rating for strength. So he can drive you off the ball. So he will fit in Ben McAdoo's offense in this game and also in real life. So, and then we got, let's see, Miles Hartfield, 67. I think Hartsfield should at least be in the 70s, maybe at least a 70 
overall rating. That 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 kind of was like, ooh, what are we doing here? Um, but I think Hartsfield needs to continue to prove himself. I think he's one of the better players on the team, to be honest with you. He impressed a lot when he was on the field. He was their starting nickel. He was playing everywhere um, at times in the secondary last season. He was everywhere against Tampa Bay in the season finale. So that's a player to keep an eye on this year that could potentially rise in terms of Madden ratings. Um, One last thing. I want to go ahead and just get this over with. One last thing. Or not Tommy Trimble. I'm looking at his name right here. Baker Mayfield is not listed on the roster here because I think there's just maybe a little bit of an issue with them adding players to the roster. Like this was all, this has probably all already been done for maybe like the last couple of weeks and the Baker trade probably happened as they were completing these ratings. So Baker Mayfield has a 77 overall rating in Madden so he he is the highest rated quarterback on the roster let's look at all the quarterbacks here let me pull up positions quarterback and here we go all right well it didn't change that so let's look up Baker Mayfield Here we go. Baker Mayfield, 77 overall rating in Madden. He has a 94 throw power rating. And somehow this rating, 94 throw power rating, is somehow a very controversial controversial thing among NFL fans. I'm like, really? Like, here's the thing. If you saw some of his balls flutter, like some of his passes flutter around, on the field last year when you're watching a game if you're just a casual fan just watching the game and you see some of his passes flutter and they end up getting picked off or they just seem underthrown the mechanics are off the lower half mechanics are off and that will lead to some passes being underthrown so when his mechanics are clean and good the brother can absolutely fling that you know what Baker Mayfield has one of the best arms in the league. A top 10 arm in this league. In my mind, without a doubt. Um, There's been... I I don't know why Baker's arm is becoming a question. Probably because of Mike Robinson from Good Morning Morning Football in America. On NFL Network. Like he, He made some sort of take like Baker Mayfield doesn't even have a top 64 arm. Baker Mayfield has shown consistently that he has one of the better arms in the league. He's thrown 60-yard bombs from point A to point B. Like, I I, I don't get that. So, the 94 rating, that's very justified. That is correct, in my opinion. Because that's rated, and if you didn't see on Twitter, is one of the top 10 arms in the entire league. So, that's a good rating for him. Let's look at some of the other ratings. We're going to go all the way to the end here. Uh, His short throw accuracy rating is an 88. His mid accuracy rating is an 80. His deep accuracy rating is an 85. Play action rating is an 87. And throw on the run is an 88. Let me look at some of the other ones to 
find out. Throw under pressure is an 81. Break sack rating is an 84. Trying to find other ones. He has a toughness rating of 98, stamina rating of 83, injury rating of 91. Awareness rating of 72. I expect that to go up, personally. I, well, we don't know. I, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I do hope that rating goes up. If that rating is up 10 points, Baker's overall rating is in the 80s, probably mid-80s, if I had to guess. So, big year for Baker. Prove himself. And we've talked about this. We've talked about this on the previous podcast. We talked about this on the emergency pod when the trade had just happened. So, you know, I mean, these ratings, I don't really have any true qualms or I don't have, there's nothing egregious about any of these ratings. Fans will freak out about these ratings all the time. But here's the thing. It's a video game. It's a video game. A video game won't be a deciding factor of how good a player will be in real life. Just want to get that out of the way. So, like I said earlier, like I said at the beginning of this episode, Madden ratings, in the grand scheme of things, don't really matter. But they're fun to discuss because it shows that the developers are giving us what they think of the players we like, some of our fan favorite players, all of that. So, just that was a little quick dive in into some of the Madden ratings. Um, I know it was a little bit longer than I anticipated, probably closer, closer to 30 minutes, but I enjoyed talking about some of these ratings not sure what next episode's podcast is going to be maybe a storyline podcast of what to expect for training camp um we'll just have to wait and see i am i do have plans for cat crate blog um i do plan on posting some draft content over at cat crate blog um over the next couple of weeks or so and we will talk about summer scouting nfl draft summer scouting we will talk about prospects to watch for the upcoming season and i'm looking forward to it um so i just want to go ahead and get the positions out of the way that to keep an eye on for this upcoming season so then once we talk about these positions in upcoming episodes you won't be really surprised by it so the positions i kind of want to highlight quarterback I think quarterback's still going to be a need no matter what because there's so much uncertainty. Quarterback, tight end, offensive line. We're, we're going to look at some of the offensive linemen going just in case, potentially. Not sure yet. Um, defensive tackle. There's no guarantee Davian Nixon becomes anything great. There's no guarantee Matt Udonis ends up becoming a good player for this team. Hopefully he does. I think he can be a really good number two defensive tackle next to Derek Brown. 
So defensive tackle, linebacker, edge two. So we're just basically going to look at some of the top edge rushers. It's just to kind of get your mind ready for players to watch for this upcoming season. And that that's about it. That's really all the positions I can really think of that could be major needs this next offseason. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, this episode of the Final Roar podcast. Make sure you follow me at JRod. NFL Draft on Twitter, and make sure you keep up keep up with my content over at BlueChipScouting.com and CatCrateBlog.com. Guys, I'll catch you guys later. Peace, and keep pounding.